listening to Seeing the Sequel, the movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we're talking about the 1993 family comedy classic, Mrs. Doubtfire, directed by Chris Columbus, starring Piers Brosnan, Sally Field, and the late great Robin Williams. And, as ever, alongside me, three men, oh, look natty, that's called liposuction, I've got Al, I've got Joe. I've got John. Okay, boys, big family favourite here, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm sure we've all got some memories of this, but let's uh, go around the table. Al, what are your thoughts after watching it again? Uh, I don't know, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's it's all right. I've never been. Ma- I'm, I'm not a massive fan of it. I remember, Why are we doing it then? I remember at the time. Didn't you want to do this? <laughs> I didn't choose Mrs. Doubtfire. Why are we doing Mrs. Doubtfire? This is hilarious. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's all right. Like, yeah. I mean, I think the thing we're rewatching. I mean, I kind of liked it as a kid. I didn't particularly love it. Um, I think I like the soundtrack more than anything else. The songs they came up with that they can could include, you know, "Dude Looks Like a Lady," "Papa's Got a Brand New Bag." They just had a little, they just had a little shortlist, didn't they? And they had to get them all in. Walk like a man, yeah. Um, but I suppose rewatching it, the thing that I was, uh, you know, not quite as aware of growing up was just how much it's absolutely a Robin Williams vehicle. Like nobody else could have done it. Like it's his baby almost. It must have been like. You know, did he get a producing credit on it? I'm not sure, like, but it's, you know... It feels like at, it was written for him. Yeah, it's all, like, just... It's, it only exists because Robin Williams chose to do it, I suppose. Nice. Joe? Well, I love it. Yeah, I think it's really, really funny. Um, I think Robin is one of Robin... Like, it's one of those films that gives Robin Williams the chance to be Robin Williams, just to be sort of batshit crazy, do loads of impressions, do loads of voices, and it's all really funny. Big fan. Okay, John? Uh, yeah, I think that's right. I think um, the Robin Williams thing is um, is bang on. Yeah, um, it is. It starts and ends with him, doesn't it? The movie. I mean, I'm kind of in the middle of Joe and Al. Like, I like it more than Al, but I wouldn't say I love it. Um, like, I, I really enjoy it. I've watched it a handful of times, um, but you know, it's not really like a go-to for me. I'm kind of surprised it never got a sequel back at the time, actually. It's I imagine, they, it, I imagine they, they looked into it, probably tried to get one off the ground, but didn't. Yeah, I imagine so. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, because it just feels like it's got legs, doesn't it? I mean, but it's... I, I don't know. Like, it, Would it have been Robin Williams choosing not to? Like, well, I, I think it would have all rested on Robin Williams, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. if, if he had said no, then that's the end. Yeah, exactly. It, that's you know? the What else can you do? I guess we talk about Robin Williams as well. There are some people that come along that massively affect your life. And I always think of it like the best people in the world, irrespective of what they do, it's, it's always energy. When you think of people that really have made an impact to 20th century or, or just in general, people that you've seen, they have inside them an energy which is addictive. You want it because they come and just bang light up a room. And it could be a comedian, it could be a boxer, it could be a musician, it could be an actor. But the, when he went, the loss of that energy, I think, is felt. And that's the only way I can describe it. When you see him on the screen, he, from, from Mork and Mindy to, you ever seen The World According to Garb? No, I've not, no. Oh my God. That, for me, is his, that's, that's the best thing he ever did. But it's just, that's what you miss. And so watching it again it's almost like, you're right, it's a Robin Williams vehicle. And in many ways, I wasn't watching the film. I was just watching that spark of energy at Mm. that point, at that moment in time. And 
God, you miss that like shit when you look around yeah, now. Yeah, and, and it's from the very beginning when it starts, when he's doing the voiceover, he's in the, mm. he's in the voiceover booth and he's doing the, the figure, I figure, I figure, I figure. Yeah, it paves the way, doesn't it? Oh, for what it's, they, it's like almost setting, that's setting the scene, isn't it? And you're right, you, I guess that all it is, most out for you, just watching him. You're not watching anything else. It's yeah. almost like Good Morning no, no, Vietnam. Yeah. You're just watching him. Yeah, yeah the, you're, you're, and his energy. Yeah, he yeah. holds the screen so well. You know, I guess that's what a stand-up does, isn't it? They have you in the palm of the, uh, you know. Well, look at what he did with the, the genie as well, like. Yeah, an animated film, you know, it's just pretty insane. And he was one of the first, I think, well, not one of the first, but it's, I think it's a recognisable shift in uh, animation acting that he was used. And since then, you've got so many big characters that have come off. But I think prior to Genie, I can't really think of a, a character that stood out so loud and proud as him. You know, when you think of Eddie Murphy uh, in Shrek or, you know, Banderas, you know, these big, big characters, that's what that's what he did. That's what, that was all about him. Well, he was just like a genuine actor on every level, wasn't he? A, mm. a genuine performer on every level, like physically, but also with his voice. And, you know, order, he could do anything with his voice, couldn't he? Like, um, well, he it's even a- like... Us- probably even beyond like a Jim Carrey level like what he could do with his voice it's quick like, as well I mean that's what comics that's what stand-ups are it's like bang 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 yeah like know? all those roles you're wondering how much is ad-libbed and stuff like totally, that totally totally I do yeah I, I love and I love the the you know the finale scene where he's having to go to the bathroom of the restaurant for, like back to the table back mm. to a different table mm. back from character <laughs> really, to character to character it really character. annoys you though it's like such a shit plan <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking, when he starts changing I was like sure come on you're gonna be gone for <laughs> Two hours it's getting just a, changed. It's just a great excuse to see Robin Williams shifting from character to character. Yeah. What, it's just awesome. And what a slime ball Brosnan is as well. Perfectly played. Know, the thing about Brosnan is, I feel it's, it's no bit, taffing. I no, admit. he's not actually that much of a slime ball. He's pretty fine. No. We just hate him because he's obviously getting involved. He's with the, the new, he's the new guy. Yeah. Uh, but no, the but there's one bit at the bar where he says something <laughs> dodgy, <laughs> isn't there? Where, which is when he throws like the uh, throws the lemon at his Yeah, head. yeah, yeah. That's when he launches that lemon. I tell you what, there is actually. There's a big bit at the beginning where remember, like she's kind of interested in Brosnan before the before she comes back and finds the party and, and yeah. asks for divorce well she sits a bit uncomfortably and like she's showing her work to Pierce Brosnan and he's just like she's a married professional woman and she's like so anyway these are the plans for this this and that and he's just looking at her he's like god you're beautiful <laughs> This is a professional environment. I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind uh, talking business? What it's a good it? cast for Sally Field as well. She's I mean, great. She yeah. is. I mean, you know, again, she's like America's mum, the same way that Tom yeah. Hanks is America's dad. Do you know what I mean? It's just... literally Forrest Gump's mum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I just think back from her from Smokey and the Bandit. The first time I saw her on screen, I was like, wow. You know, super charismatic, super bubbly. You it's know. quite weird, though. I watched that. Did you ever see her uh, Oscar acceptance speech? I can't remember what she's no, quite, for. quite famous, isn't it? Quite Weird where she's like, you, you know, love me. you like me, you really like me, <laughs> and you're like, oh, that's weird. It's quite, yeah, it's quite <laughs> infamous, isn't it? She's a bit weird, a bit needy. Okay, so mixed results on this film and <laughs> difficult circumstances to bring it back. So, uh, you know, success of the first one, studio might be interested in a reboot, depending on what we come up with. Who wants to take this one on? Who wants to kick things off? Well, I've got like a, a little nugget of of an idea. It's not a fully fledged sequel, but I got a bit of a nugget. So, I think stop saying nugget. We, um, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about casting in a minute because uh, let's just let's just go with the idea for mm. a second. So, um, 
so Mrs. Doubtfire, so he, he, in the first one, he had to become Mrs. Doubtfire in order to go undercover and get close to his, get close to his kids again. But in this one, we're going to change it up a bit. We're going to, we're going to raise the stakes and, uh, it's going to become a buddy cop movie. So this time she's got to go undercover to crack an international drug cartel as Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, actually Mrs. Doubt, you're bringing Mrs. Doubtfire back. Well, I don't know. Or a Doubtfire, whatever, like the concept of Mrs. Yeah, Doubtfire. Ron Williams, remember? And, yeah, yeah, but, and but Mrs. Mrs. Doubtfire is famous by the end of the first movie because she's like got her own. She's got a TV show. TV. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I do like the title, Detective Doubtfire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but like the whole suit can come back, like the suit and all, all the stuff. So Doubtfire, the vision of Miss Doubtfire can still be in it. But a cop. But a cop, yeah, yeah. Well, no, she's not a cop. She's like brought in as like maybe some sort of like friendly voice. No one's going to suspect Mrs. Doubtfire. Like she's coming into the like drug, drug cartel. Drug are using like a bakery or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a home bakery. Oh, that's to, fun. To, to stash the like. I tell you what. Instead of flour, all in the bakery, it's coke. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. sacks of coke. You've got Colombian jungle, and you've got Mrs. Doubtfire just walking. Out. Hello, dear. Yeah. So exactly. Need, just, so just comes out the undergrowth. So they need so they need someone to infiltrate the bakery. So she starts being Mrs. Doubtfire, going in and like saying, "Oh, hello, dear. Just a loaf of bread for me." And then like, while she's there, she's got like a little camera in her handbag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then she gets a job there, and then she infiltrates it, and then yeah, she takes yeah, down. Yeah. Exactly, the and San Francisco drug lords that have a bakery as their front. Yeah, exactly, and wow. and she's teamed up with like another cop, but like you know, like the all action cop, and it's got to be the Rock in it. No, <laughs> well maybe I thought, I thought <laughs> this is taking no. turns that I never thought were possible, but you know, great, great, okay. I don't think I don't I don't love it. It doesn't. It just doesn't work because she's famous now. Yeah, but but that can be part no, of it. Not like massively famous. Like she's got a, a kids' TV show. These drug lords might not know it, and it might have been, <laughs> and it might have been out of action for many okay, so years. I tell yeah. you my nugget. Um, go on, then. right? My, I'm like John. I've got pretty much like not very not very much here. Right? I've got the the idea that. This time it's the kids. It's the, uh, it's the, it's the it's, this time it's the kids. It's the boy um, whose name I forget. Is it Chris? Chris, I think. Yeah. Chris uh, has now grown up, has his own children, and needs to reconnect with his children somehow. And and I think I quite like the idea of him going. The children being carted off to like boarding school or something, and Chris and the sister, maybe the other sister. So you've got the doubt fires go to the boarding school as like teachers or like teachers in disguise. So you're replacing Robin Williams and, and Mrs. Doubtfire, like as in Euphigenia or whatever her name is, won't be in this at all. It's now replaced by the Doubtfires. I've, um, that's, that's not a bad I idea. Similar, I thought you can't replace Robin Williams. So what can you do? Ensemble. That's kind of where I went. Yeah. And then very similar to you, I did had this ringing around my head. I did have the, the Doubtfires kind of ringing and it would be like, that's a reboot title asking to happen. Yeah, it's so, a sequel, but it, equally it's, it's more of a reboot than anything else. However, I actually like, I want to go with Detective Doubtfire. Because I think I can run with it, right? So I think we, we don't replace, like, okay, so Robin Williams, what are we going to do with Robin Williams? Well, so the, this no, is a problem. What's, what's his name in it? Um, David. Daniel. 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 It's Daniel. Daniel. Yeah, because I just remember Sally Field so much going, Daniel! Like, oh, Daniel, I hate you! Um, <laughs> so Daniel, we maybe pay tribute to Ron Williams because maybe the character of Daniel has sadly passed. 
So we pay tribute to that. And now, and Doubtfire is just this kind of idea. Like, you know, everyone remembers this guy, this comedian who, uh, you know, ended up bringing out this show. Years later, in the San Francisco PD, Chris is now San Francisco cop, right? And he's, and he's, your, he's your other lead, yeah? So it's buddy movie, young cop, right, with old, old... <laughs> Clint Eastwood style, but played by Clint Eastwood, Jim Carrey. Oh right, and Jim, and Jim Carrey says we can infiltrate this thing. Didn't your dad do something with Mrs. Doubtfire? And he's like, yeah, go into the the vault, into the warehouse. This was my dad's, like the Bat Cave, yeah, like, this is, like, this is my dad's Doubtfire Cave. And, 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 and you replace Robin Williams with Jim Carrey doing Doubtfire. He seems like the only person who might be able to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. And Jim Carrey is the the Mrs. Doubtfire, Detective Doubtfire in infiltrating the bakery and we have our new lead who is Chris or maybe the sister a female cop who's like the other person on the case I and, like this well, and they go into disguise as well or is it just Mrs. Doubtfire's uh, going in on that what do you think maybe they uh, set up a bakery next to the other one or something like that and 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 it's yeah they set up an actual fake but like a bakery da- Doubtfire bakery doubtfire right? so, that, bakery. so that's good. even better mate. they're running yeah. a business next to them so that they, they, they're they always like you know borrowing or like just, just you know whatever <laughs> they're always knocking on their door saying like hey can you help us out with this let's and, piss off these Mexican Mexican drug cartel by opening a competitive bakery right next to them <laughs> Do we really want to make enemies on right now? <laughs> They're quite dangerous guys. Let's let's go easy on them. So yeah, I'm but- not I'm not sold on. Uh, I like the concept. I'm not sold on it being Jim Carrey. Oh, interesting. But I, I thought- think you want someone a bit uh, a bit younger and a bit cooler and a bit um, a bit like Seth Rogen. That's a good idea. Yeah, I think Seth Rogen... Or James Franco, that kind of... That crew, yeah, that's yeah, the crew yeah, that yeah. I want. And actually, I see the sister... That's a very good uh, The older sister or the younger sister, one of them, you know, being played by Rose Byrne. Yeah. And you've got the, the bad neighbours sort of crew back together. Yeah, yeah, okay. You've got yeah. Rose Byrne and, and Seth Rogen and, yeah, cameos from, like, you know... Everyone. Every, that gang. Yeah. But then it's... If we're going with the Mrs. Doubt... Detective Doubtfire, like, still Mrs. Doubtfire being quite central to it... Um, or Who, unless you went for, unless what you, about this unless you went with Doubtfire PD like and it's like just a squad it's the, like, the yeah, whole department yeah, it's whole just department, all of those Doubtfire PD unless you know Doubtfire you know, Daniel dies and Seth Rogen they, but they don't want to cancel the show so Seth has to step in and it's a story of him actually having to become Mrs. Doubtfire taking over this role as well what before the is this well you well, can surely have, you can have be... him dying at the start Daniel dying at the start of the film and that could be the big lament because we can't replace Robin Williams but the TV station don't want to cancel the show and don't want to tell the public Which... so Seth Rogen can come along and say right you've got to step up here well, surely I... it would be his son who takes over so would Seth Rogen say... oh is that what you're saying so Seth Rogen Daniel's son yeah, yeah. But oh, okay. is that um, is that a totally new idea or is that fitting into the cop idea you just want to go open a bakery I mean we can open a bakery if you want <laughs> just, um, I thought we'd I thought we were paved the way I thought we were on on to something, yeah. Yeah, we're basically in in so in in your idea, Al, we're ignoring the fact that she has actually been like famous, right? Well, no, we're, what we're... I was saying was, I think we could get away with the fact that a it's going to be a different person playing. So Mrs. Doubtfire is not going to look exactly the same as the Robin Williams Mrs. Doubtfire, right? Yeah. There's going to be a slight difference there. And B, I think we could say that yes, in the '90s there was a successful children's program hosted by Mrs. Doubtfire that a lot of people in the world actually wouldn't know about. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I wouldn't or, remember. You could, or you could say it's based on 
the the real Mrs. Doubtfire, and this is the real Mrs. Doubtfire. That was she could, inspired the show. I just think it's like it maybe the show might not be as famous as we're yeah, suggesting. And, but yeah. I also, why does it matter if they're famous? I almost think like if it's a famous person coming in, then they're almost like the least likely one to be suspected of being like an undercover the Mexican drug cartel. Is like, hey, Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> I see you on TV all the time, man. Yeah, do you know what? It's, it's an excuse. It's an excuse. Crossing Scotland. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> it's an excuse to have um, it be filmed as well, right? So they're uh, as in you can say that they're they're we're we're setting up a bakery and we're going to have we're going to shoot a new TV show from it using Mrs. Doubtfire uh, at the centre of it, and that's the excuse to have like all the recording equipment nearby and like the you know they're actually trying to film the the sort of drug okay. lords in yeah, the yeah, background. That works, that yeah, works. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, why, why is that camera facing us when Mrs. Doubtfire is over there? <laughs> Yeah, someone's like left the back door open a little bit, and you can see drugs like coming through. <laughs> you can see it with Seth Rogen as well, like peppering in like you know a, a scene where he gets stoned. You know, really stoned as <laughs> dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire, and it'll be hilarious. It's yeah. in San Francisco, yeah, it's San Francisco. Yeah, yeah so so, so you can nice have car chase as well, well yeah, and, and you can have loads of weed because it's legal. Anyway. It's, it's, legal. it's a muffin store yeah. for weed. It's a weed muffin store. It's a oh, weed bakery okay. store. Uh, it's, it's an edible store. I love the yeah that's San Francisco that's really good oh now you're in (laughs) wouldn't Seth Rogen and crew like gonna do all the drugs they're trying to infiltrate anyway they'd be like yeah yeah they they, they just can't crack the case that could be the problem they don't crack the case they actually just start yeah yeah because they're just stoned all the time they're trying to crack the case they're just stoned all the time I don't know I think I like the idea of I think that is a good crew to take it on right but I personally don't know if that's the un- if that gels that well with the Detective Doubtfire idea, I prefer the Jim Carrey. Maybe it's a Seth Rogen vehicle. Like maybe Seth Rogen plays the other cop, and there's Jim Carrey and Seth Rogen. But I think Jim Carrey as Mrs. Doubtfire would be the best way to go myself. No, get shot well, down. Well, John, what you know, make a call on this. Um, well, why couldn't it be Jim Carrey plus that gang? Yeah, it can be. Well, that's what I'm saying. But maybe not the whole gang. Maybe Carrey Ro- could Rogen be the- and Roseburn um, are like two cops in it. And then you've got Carey, who's like their captain, but he's this eccentric. Well, Carey could be the drug overlord. Well, yeah, yeah the that's not a bad Car- shout. Yeah. It's not a bad shout, but the only reason I'm putting Carey in it is for him to be the Mrs. Doubtfire character because I thought he'd be good at it. I, d- I don't know, man. I'm just going with Seth and Mrs. Doubtfire okay. because you need right. someone that's too awkward that doesn't want to do it, that's going to stick out like a sore thumb, that's reluctant, repugnant. It's just like, oh, God. Whereas Carey would just be like, they just be own it. All right, all right. Then okay, we'll go with it. I'll, I I'll... see the police detective, no, the police uh, chief or whatever, being like, you know, in Twenty One Jump Street, it's Ice Cube. Like it's that kind of, yeah, it's, it's like that joke, kind of, yeah, it's that kind of captain. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you know, like really hard. Like, yeah, and, and we just have Channing Tatum play, in it could as well. Be someone playing off type. It could be like. Harrison Ford playing an F bombing, you know, F bombing captain. Do you know that what I mean? would be pretty funny? Yeah, yeah, yeah that would yeah, be like, really good. You know, because Harrison Ford's always kind of like every film he's ever been in is getting rebooted, but he kind of just goes along with it. He doesn't particularly want to do it or give a shit about any of the franchises. <laughs> yeah, so all these geeks are asking him like, "Oh, is you know, like Comic Con? Oh, is Luke a, a Force ghost?" And he's like, "Here's an answer for you. I don't give a shit." <laughs> <laughs> 
um, so maybe you could play up to that character of just being like the meanie Harrison that'd Ford that'd be really good yeah that'd, that'd be, be funny. really good I think in many ways this film's going to have to be a celebration of the first one but just all out going for it just you know it, it is what it is you can't dress it up that's no, what it is I think we're right I think this is your right rival bakeries stoner bakery you're right Seth Rogen's doubtfire detective doubtfire yeah I'm in undercover I'm in. there's a chase sequence where she's fully dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire yeah, so and now- she's running like through the streets like, <laughs> yeah 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 and she's speeding on- round corners in a car at like she you know, plays basketball with the hoods on the corner, you know, just getting uh, stoned with them. Yeah, 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 right. Like dunking yeah. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what this one's going to bring. The comedy value, you're right, because it's San Francisco as well, so we can have a fucking dynamite car chase. Also, we could it's, have another old woman as well. If if, if, if someone's going to dress up as Mrs. Doubtfire, then you than, need another old woman. Do, you yeah, know, old exactly. yeah, what this film really needs is just another old woman. really ties the room together. Mrs. Doubtfire hanging on the top of a taxi cab as it's doing like launches over there. You know, firing a fucking gun, you know, rolling around on the floor with a gun <laughs> you're great oh, I'm so, I would totally watch this film yeah, I would watch would be, it yeah it would be and we go I don't know Detective Doubtfire Detective Doubtfire is good yeah it's like PD Detective or Doubtfire Pikachu. PD yeah. Doubtfire PD <laughs> good I like that and it's, you, the, the, the poster would be like the badge you know Dragnet Doubtfire yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> Dragnet okay <laughs> So the, the whole thing's coming together. They've got to crack a case. So they open up a bakery to break the drug cartel ring. Seth, <laughs> Seth has got to do it reluctantly. So he pulls in his team of people. They probably dress up as old women. So it's a crack gang now, maybe of old women, going around just shooting, chasing, dunking, doing rap videos, being down with the kids, getting stoned. Doing rap videos. <laughs> <laughs> so cast-wise then, let's just, let's just go through it. Burn. Yeah, Rose Byrne. So, uh, so do you think, are we linking it to the original family? So Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen, the kids? Yes. Yes, because that links yeah. them to know yeah. the technology of the downfire option. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so you then need... There's a third one, the younger the third, girl. The younger girl. You then need a, a, a younger girl. I don't know how old she'd be now, but... When are we setting this? Now? Yeah. Like, when, yeah. when does your video come out? 1998. So 20, a few 22 years, years She'd no. be about tw- She'd be about 30 now. I like the idea of bringing back um, uh, some of the super bad crew. So Emma Stone. Yeah, she, uh, I think Emma Stone should definitely be in it. Do you think is she the old? She thinks she'd be the younger daughter. She, she'd be the younger daughter. Rose Byrne would be the older daughter, that, yeah. and Seth Rogen nice. would be the Chris. That's, that's great, yeah, man. That's yeah, great. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Sally, no, Sally Field's got to be back in some capacity. Yes, Sally Field sure. gets a cameo, and then is it Jam? Jam? Jim Carrey as the baddie? Are we going with that? Or I like we, that idea. Or do we scrap it and just have generic buddies? I quite like the idea of um, Jonah Hill as the baddie, like as like a gang, like like a gang banging sort of like you know, like where over the top has like t- tattoos on his face and stuff, almost like what Tom Cruise did in um, or maybe Hill and Tropic Thunder, oh, Tropic exactly. Thunder. Maybe Jonah Hill and Franco are like the both the baddies because we're going to run out of cops. Franco yeah, needs plus, Franco's a good plus baddie. Danny, Danny McBride would be one of the like you know gang bangers. <laughs> no, I, I want to see him with a, he, Danny McBride's an old woman. No, <laughs> he's, he's with the cops. He's like, Danny McBride's like the alcoholic low life cop on the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. He's the one always like beating people up, just like yeah, right, 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 like yeah, exactly, just like beating them up for money, like beating them up for beer money on the corner. Yeah, yeah. And now right. he's going to be using knitting needles and just stabbing people. Let's take that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just really like shanking. Um, so, yeah, because I think we're going to run out of cops. Love so we, interest. We need love interest. Well, I was just going to. Well, yeah, because they're all they're brothers and sisters, aren't they? So we haven't really got a love interest. But what I was going to say is, are all three of them cops? <laughs> are all three of Daniel's children cops? Uh, or is. 
<laughs> which, well, yes, maybe... that was the career path he laid out for. <laughs> well, maybe like... a father like him, what else is going to happen? I think they should all be in this, in this, um, this this case to crack the drug cartel but maybe a couple of them could be cops one of them could be like a real nerdy like tech person yeah. or something but but they're brought into the police force because they they know tech they like way more than Emma everyone Stone else a geek exactly right. that. How, yeah. how, how about what, this you, what you could do this actually makes sense is that one of them <laughs> has a bakery well already and then Seth Rogen, the cop, says, "We need, we need your bakery. We need to come in. We need to come in. It's in the right area. It's next to it already. Exa- it happens. Coincidence yeah. is that my sister owns the bakery across the road." Let's move in yes, there. So maybe the drug cartel isn't running a bakery. It's just the bakery is the perfect cover for whatever they are doing and where it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. yeah that makes sense. So, sh- so he has to move into the sister's bakery. Yeah, I was going to suggest that maybe <laughs> Sally Field has a carry at the beginning, but gets killed by the cartel in some like oh, drive-by. Yeah. You know, it's a family film. In- innocent bystanders, and then the sisters are kind of, or the you know whoever's not, not a cop are invested in that the inspires them you to know? get involved. Yeah, <laughs> was that <laughs> dark? Okay, okay, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, we're already dealing with. Robin Williams having died and, and now you're like oh yeah let's fucking kill Sally Field oh Sally Field walking home from the shops and there happens to be a fucking drive-by with a gang of chickens across walking home from the shops that's the opening scene just at the yeah, checkout like, oh this is lovely the look there's Sally walk. Field then yeah maybe there's like a subplot as well like if the, so they've got to take over her bakery but her bakery is like the award winning bakery it's like the most badass bakery in San Francisco it's got it's like the best sourdough bakery in San Francisco yeah, so you don't want it to have too much attention do you oh yeah but but then but they're taking over well, they've got no choice it's just a perfect location so then there's a subplot of she's while the bakery's been taken over by this police department she's still somehow trying to continue making the award winning sourdough without it all without a business blowing up and her brother's <laughs> this stoner cop who keeps on eating all the cake keeps on yeah. 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 Keeps up weed in the yeah, cage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And She's like, like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Chris. Like, like the, the Michelin reviewers coming to like see if they're going to get their stars or whatever. And he's just eating all the food because he's really stoned. Always put weed in them all. And he's smoking a spliff outside the bakery. as like Mrs. Doubtfire. And like, you know, the, the, his eyes start meeting with the baddies. So Jonah Hill and Jonah Hill and uh, James Franco are sat outside their shop or whatever it is. Like the Sopranos outside Sacchielli's. You know, sat on the tables out there. And like, I can see Franco with like. Um, He's got like a tear drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tattoo yeah. in his face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And I just saw the eyes like, who are these guys? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That's like you in your first act. I love it. Um, now, director. Well, I like Evan Goldberg for it. Like, oh, well, keep, him keeping... and Seth Rogen direct together, don't they? They did This Is The End. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I think that they, they'd be great. Maybe. Well, yeah. who, who did the other guys? Oh, let's get Adam McKay to do it. He's class. Other guys, Anchorman... Telegate, yeah, telegate more fun. He does yeah. more like he did Vice and The Big Short. He's kind of an Oscar worthy guy now. However, return, return to, to, fo- to return to form, return to his bread <laughs> and butter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great stuff. And uh, title: Doubtfire PD. Are we going with Doubtfire, Doubtfire PD or Doubtfire, Detective Doubtfire? Doubtfire PD makes more sense, but Detective Doubtfire is such a better name, isn't it? It's such a catchy. I name. think Detective Doubtfire still works as a name, even if we're using we've got the squad. It still works. Yeah, it? yeah, Detective, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think, Curry? What do you think is better? I'm happy to go with either. Detective Doubtfire. I'm just looking at the, the, the badge. It's almost like the, the Ace Ventura pushing the badge against the screen. Yeah, sort yeah, of thing. yeah that's so Or true. the badge could be knitted at a crochet. It could be a knitted badge with two knitting needles <laughs> and a little... Yeah, or just, yeah, like, and I'm glad the idea of Doubtfire wearing, like, the gun holster thing yeah. over the shoulders. <laughs> okay, well, we've got it all come together. Fantastic, great work there, guys. Who's ready to do the all-important pitch? 
Al, I am looking at you, mate. Smash it. Take it home. Yeah, I've fallen in love with the sequel a little bit. Let's see if we can get to... There's a lot of pieces to this, so let's see if we can get there. Okay, so present day San Francisco. Seth Rogen, who is uh, Chris, uh, the son from the original film, uh, he is um, a cop in San Francisco PD, and he's uh, working a case uh, where there's a, a drug cartel and the baddies are played by Jonah Hill and James Franco. It's that whole gang returning, really. Um, and they, they've they got a bakery that's the front for their cocaine empire. Um, and it just so happens that it's across the street from his sister's bakery called, that's very affectionately named the Doubtfire Sisters Bakery. And Rose Byrne and Emma Stone, who play the other two children, um, you know, now grown up from the original film, they run this bakery. So Rogan has to infiltrate it, but obviously it's Seth Rogen. So he, um, he goes, he goes to them. He says, I need to, you know, join your bakery, work for your bakery so I can monitor this drug cartel. They go along with it. Um, of course, the other big problem is he's a complete stoner as well, but he looks a bit out of place there because, you know, he's, he's a cop and he's, you know, he just looks a bit out of place in the bakery. So they decide to go to the vault and find their father's the old, <laughs> their father's old Mrs. Doubtfire costume. Bang. Papa's got a brand new bag. <laughs> Pat, camera pans up. It's the Seth Rogen version of Mrs. Doubtfire. And uh, then you get the central actor that's basically an action stoner comedy with uh, but with Mrs. Doubtfire. So car chase with Mrs. Doubtfire firing a gun out the window. Car chase with Mrs. Doubtfire hanging on the top of the taxi cab. Foot chase with Mrs. Doubtfire doing somersault jumps across like, you know, rooftops and shit like that. So, so Please, motherfucker! <laughs> so, so Seth Rogen is like really acrobatic. Yeah, yeah apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> apparently so. San Francisco PD, bitch! All that kind of shit. And then the climax is he has to bring in all his buddies like Danny McBride, uh, uh, what's his name Michael Sarah. Yeah. all those characters come for the cameos as cops McLovin McLovin's in it uh, yeah. Harrison Ford Harrison Ford is the F-bombing captain yeah. but they all have to put on the suits and the big climax is like the big action sequence with a load of doubt fires and they take on the bakery <laughs> yeah, yeah. and you've got Franco and Jonah Hill being very funny as sort of drug dealers with their backs against the wall and um, finally he takes them down and he cracks the case, and we end with them all eating a stoner cake outside the Doubtfire Sisters they turn bakery. They into an edible store. Yeah. <laughs> and the title I think we're going for, with the poster, with the badge, Dragnet-esque, Detective Doubtfire. Well done, out. Nice one. Well, there you go. That was a sequel that uh, we never thought would be possible, Today's Climate, and we delivered it. Mrs. Doubtfire 2, Detective Doubtfire, you heard it here first. Give us your comments. How would you have done it differently? Uh, hit us up on Twitter, at Seen the Sequel, also on Instagram, at Seen the Sequel. Give us your comments, guys. What uh, films would you like us to do or completely put you and ruin for your favourite films? But either way, we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks a lot. Cheers, guys. <laughs>